1: friends and welcome to the most powerful podcast ever created, the amazing pop culture podcast starring Dags and Rez. As always, powerful episode. We're going to be talking about Guy Ritchie's The Covenant, the 2023 American action thriller film, and we're going to be talking about other stuff. And now, Somewhere Deep in Cyberspace is the most powerful co-host ever created, or dj res
0: hello dags hello amazing friends i think uh we have to emphasize that the other stuff is very underrated in podcasts so stick around for the yes. other stuff
1: our other stuff is is, is very powerful very witty
0: absolutely <laughs>
1: i remember one of my favorite <laughs> reviews of this podcast was the guy the guy says he's too uh People think they're they're more important than the stuff they talk
0: about. Oh, <laughs> well, absolutely, we do.
1: Well, duh.
0: <laughs> yeah, we have a podcast and you listen, so ha ha, touche.
1: Yes, touche. Micro DJ Res. Speaking of people, we busted, we blew up, we went over twenty five thousand followers on Twitter <sighs> at Amazing Pop Pod. Micro DJ Res. What is the running total right now? We looked it up last week. What was it?
0: It was like 20,056 or something like that. Look it up now. 25,056. Do I have access to that? I don't know if I do. No, oh, you don't. No, I think it just tells me oh. 25k. All right, let me see what it is. Yeah, you have to you have to do the powerful lookup.
1: Oh, they should really get into the topics. They shouldn't be wasting time looking up Twitter. <laughs> right,
0: <let's> see
1: here. <laughs> right now. Drums, please. Drum roll, please. 25,214.
0: Whoa. Powerful. We're really cooking. Powerful. That's amazing. Yes. Good job.
1: Yes. We're doing powerful tweets where I say, do you remember this movie?
0: And people, <laughs> and people get triggered. Hey, why is that? Why, why are people easily triggered around here?
1: Did I, did I send you the one where the guy... Got really mad and then he blocked me, because <laughs> he, he said, "Well, of course, who hasn't heard of that movie? Blah blah blah." And then it says, "You're blocked."
0: <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. I know.
1: He oh, blocked that's right.
0: me. I, I do remember that. Yeah. <laughs> Get over yourself, dude. By the
1: way, this is the extra stuff we're doing right now.
0: Right. <laughs> he's the one that thinks he's more more powerful than the tweets. He doesn't understand. <laughs> yeah.
1: My favorite was the, the facts of life tweet I did.
0: You, <laughs> did you refer to it as like different strokes or something?
1: No, no. It was, the, it was the one, uh, the one I sent you. It was the one with Ricky Gervais. I, I just, oh. <laughs> I, I took a picture of a little known character, Mackenzie Astin from a uh, facts of life. And I just put a split screen of him and, Ricky Gervais, and I said, fun fact, Ricky Gervais was on the 80s TV show, The Facts of Life. (laughs) (laughs) So then this guy tweets, uh, Ricky Gervais, is this true? And then he says, Ricky Gervais tweets back, nope.
0: (laughs) I think that's, you're getting some pretty high-level celebrities to respond to these tweets. You had Jane Lynch quote tweet you. Yes. I mean, that's pretty powerful.
1: Unsolicited. Unsolicited, too.
0: Yes. You've had David Allen Greer respond to you. I mean.
1: Lex Luger.
0: Lex Luger. Yeah, that's right. Powerful wrestling. uh, All you need is to get Arnold to respond, and then I think that's it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but on the last episode, I insulted him because when he filled in the pothole.
0: (laughs) He doesn't know that. He hears it. He he hears it. Yes. Absolutely.
1: He sees it on Twitter. He hears it on this powerful podcast. Available. Everywhere, fine podcasts are found. I'm DJ res. We have a powerful review. Isn't that true?
0: It is true. I uh, tried the limited edition Diet Coke with plant-based sweeteners. It is different take on sugar <laughs> substitutes for sure. It's got monk fruit and stevia extracts in it. The best part of this, Dags, is that this trial is only going on in the Twin Cities.
1: The most powerful two cities in the world.
0: Right. So the Twin Cities was chosen by Diet Coke to Sodom try Sodom and Gomorrah, right?
1: Those are the oh, Twin okay. Cities?
0: Those are the Twin Cities. Yes. That is correct.
1: All right. Sodom and Gomorrah. Go
0: ahead. All right. So they took out the uh, aspartame, the artificial sweetener that's usually in Diet Coke that's been known to cause cancer in rats. And they replaced it with monk fruit and stevia. I gave it a try. They're only selling them in seven and a half ounce cans right now, and they're silver with green lettering on it because you know it's got to be green to go with the plant based. And it is horrible, Dags. It's just brown water. Wow. That's all it is. There's no flavoring. It's not sweet. It's nothing.
1: Now, is it closest to? Like a carbonated water where they add flavor, or is it more like a really bad diet pop?
0: It's, uh, it's, it's almost like a flat diet pop. There's a little bit of taste to it, but it does not taste like a Diet Coke. If you're used to like the Diet Coke taste, you're not going to get that in this at all. It doesn't taste anything like Diet Coke. It uh, doesn't smell anything like a Diet Coke. You don't even get the cool Diet Coke burps afterwards. You get horrible plant-based burps afterwards so it's it's not good at all so uh it's available until july so so you can find it at uh, your major retailers and grocery stores so it's out there
1: so as far as the cola flavor it doesn't have a rich cola flavor
0: nope it does not so, I would be surprised if this becomes a regular flavor for Diet Coke.
1: So, right now, your favorite is Starlight Coke. If you had to pick a cola,
0: if I had to pick a cola, I would pick Starlight.
1: Okay. Out of five stevia leaves, what are you giving <laughs> this?
0: Giving it a one, one stevia leaf. Powerful. Oof, it's not, though.
1: Yes, that was irony. Ironic use of the word powerful. Mm -hmm. If you listen to this powerful podcast, you must drink every time we say the word powerful.
0: Oh, man, they're going to be wasted.
1: Well, it doesn't have to be alcoholic. It can be non-alcoholic beverages. You just need to hydrate. That's true. Thank you. Thank you for that review. I will not drink it.
0: Yes, please don't.
1: As far as the graphics, you said it was green. Do you enjoy the graphics of the can?
0: Yeah, they're not bad. It it looks different for sure. You know, you're used to like the red lettering of uh, the Diet Coke against the silver. This is green lettering.
1: So I think either drink sugary pop or don't drink it. There's no in-between. Diet pop sucks.
0: (laughs) Only that I'm addicted to Diet Coke. Yes. I will drink. I'll drink Diet Coke all day long. I know I shouldn't, and I don't, but if if I had a choice, and they were like, you have to drink Diet Coke the rest of your life, I would not be sad about that.
1: Do you drink for the caffeine, or just the, trying to trick yourself that you're actually having a soda pop?
0: No, it's uh, for the Diet Coke, it's for the taste and for the caffeine, for sure. So, But probably more on the caffeine side, it's probably my body telling me I just need the caffeine.
1: We all do. I drink-
0: I drink so much coffee, <laughs> you know, I have like three coffee, three cups of coffee every morning and then a Diet Coke in the afternoon. So that's a lot of caffeine.
1: It is. But what is life without caffeine?
0: Uh, I don't want to know. No, it's Probably meaningless. Probably a big headache. Yeah, it's a headache. That's it's what like, it is.
1: It's like life without cheese. cheese. Or life
0: without this podcast.
1: Yes, the most powerful podcast ever created. Available everywhere. Fine podcasts are found. Back to Twitter at Amazing Pop Pod. Make sure you follow us there and at Mike Res Radio. Mike Res, Jerry Springer passed away.
0: Oh, rest in peace, King. That was uh out of nowhere. I didn't expect uh, expect that. I didn't realize how old he was, though. My God. So, I mean, when did he turn seventy nine? That's what I want to know. He uh, just like got old out of nowhere to me. Um, Did they announce how he died?
1: Cancer, I believe.
0: Was it really? My God, I didn't even know. So, yeah, that's uh, too bad.
1: Thinking back to his TV shows, anything memorable? Episodes? The genre of trash TV?
0: (laughs) I like that his TV shows were on late at night. Yes. Uh, Usually on the WB here in the Twin Cities. Um, And... It just, you you watched it for the train wreck because every show was a train wreck. I think he may have started out like trying to do like a serious, edgy show and then it just turned into, yeah,
1: he was out brawls. Of Cincinnati, Ohio. And he probably, right. Looking back, I think he had like a morning show, kind of a Phil Donahue thing. And then he kind of, he was the mayor of Cincinnati too.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then he went on to the whole Mori Polvich. Jerry Springer, Ricky Lake, all those powerful. <laughs>
0: Jenny Jones, yes,
1: Jenny Jones. Roll the bones.
0: Right. Well, what was the other? Sally Jesse. Oh, Raphael. oh
1: powerful glasses.
0: Powerful oh, red definitely. glasses. I yep. wonder,
1: wonder what the ballistic rating on those. I think <laughs> it was like level four. Yeah.
0: You know, speaking of Coke, those are the bottom of Coke bottles, I believe.
1: Yes. You could see the rings of Saturn with those powerful <laughs> lenses.
0: Yeah, it's it was sad to see him go. Yeah. I uh, Steve the uh, security, bald security guy, wouldn't have gotten as famous as he did without Jerry Springer.
1: You don't know that. Well, you don't
0: know, don't that. I? That's true. That's yes. true. Montel <laughs> Williams probably would have hired. Him. Oh,
1: Montel Williams, <laughs> powerful, God. powerful. I loved on, uh, he would have, uh, people would be fighting on Jerry Springer and then, uh, later on they, they cut out the fighting. Do you remember that?
0: Oh yeah. He used to show yeah. the
1: brawls and then they would cut it out later. I think they got in trouble. But then <laughs> at the end of every episode, he would give a powerful talk. He would, You know, he would say, what, what did he say? Be nice to each other or be... Be kind to each other, be, always, be well, or something. Yeah, yeah. he'd always uh, sign off with a <laughs> where he would just wrap it up at a powerful episode. <laughs>
0: powerful outro,
1: it oh, was great. Reminded me of uh, Geraldo Rivera. Remember, oh, yeah, what, do you remember the powerful episode where he got his nose broke? His nose broken,
0: oh, yeah. Oh my god, was that great? That was his one and only Jerry Springer moment on his show.
1: We well, had was- the. <laughs> at Capone's uh safe too oh,
0: Jesus yeah the vault yes <laughs> how embarrassing can you imagine you, you hype it up for a whole hour special and then you open it up and it's empty
1: yeah that that's the beauty of doing a podcast when we have shit episodes we just delete them
0: <laughs> yeah that's true but yes. uh, that very yes. that rarely happens yes.
1: yes we just say uh Mike Rez is on assignment <laughs> right
0: <laughs> Yeah, just, that's exactly what we do. That's the secret behind podcasts.
1: It is. Edit, delete, repeat. <laughs> now, Mike or DJ but, Rez. Yes. Let's get into the movie that we're all waiting for. We're all going to, waiting to talk about Guy Ritchie's The Covenant. Give us a rundown on that movie.
0: Sure. So Guy's Ritchie, The Covenant, or you can just call it The Covenant if you want. Um you don't have to put Guy Ritchie, Guy Ritchie's name in front of it. Although we should, we should, maybe we should start doing that with this. We should call it Dags, the Amazing Pop Culture Podcast. I like that. Uh, yeah, good idea by me.
1: I like Dags. Um,
0: <laughs> uh, it is a uh, 2023 just released American action thriller film. It was uh, co-written and produced and directed by Guy Ritchie because he likes to do everything. Uh, It films, uh, it films, it stars Jake Gyllenhaal and Dar Salim. And uh, he's actually, I looked up Dar Salim. He's been in a few things that people might recognize him in. He's been in Game of Thrones, um, a lot of TV, um, some movies. He's got a couple other movies that are uh, in post-production that will be coming out as well. Uh, This movie follows a former or at the time he is a u.s army sergeant um in the afghanistan war uh it plays the name of john kinley uh and he returns to afghanistan to rescue the interpreter uh, who saved his life from the taliban it is 123 minutes long so just over two hours which isn't bad considering some of the movies that are out there now but uh Jake Gyllenhaal's platoon is assigned to check out uh, a couple of Taliban areas looking for explosives and weapon caches. Um, And uh, they reach one, and that's where things get out of hand a little bit. This movie is full of action, action from the start. Um, There's a couple of slower... Moments in the movie, like three or four of them, but they're not too long. They're less than five minutes. It's mostly a lot of action, lots of bullets flying everywhere. Um, so if you're into like the army war action movie, that is, this is something that is right up your alley. I think it's a good movie as far as uh, what it is, and it was released with the same weekend that Evil Dead Rise was released, so it's not getting as much talk. About the movie, only scheduled to make $6 million at the box office. Dags, it's already at $8.8 million in the first couple of weekends. So um, it's better, doing better than they thought it would do, but it's not going to overtake what it, the budget of the movie. The budget of the movie was $55 million.
1: Did you hear about this movie before it came out?
0: No, not at all.
1: Now, what is up with that? I want to know why there was no marketing on this movie.
0: That is a good question because I hadn't heard of it. And I had a discussion with, uh, actually this morning, with the guy on, that I was interviewing on my radio show, the 945 show. Shame. Uh, he had heard of it, so I was amazed by that, actually.
1: Well, isn't he Mr. Fancy Pants?
0: Right, I know. I was like, well, he must be on like a Jake Gyllenhaal newsletter or something.
1: My thoughts on this film, Guy Ritchie's The Covenant. This was nothing like any other... Guy Ritchie movie. Not at all. I'm going to start off with saying I love Guy Ritchie movies. Snatch is one of my favorite movies. Guy Ritchie movies always have cool, memorable characters. Mm -hmm. Think of Snatch. of Tooth Tony. You like Deggs. You like (laughs) Deggs. All those characters in there. Brad Pitt, you know, um, what's his name? Bald dude. He's memorable. I remember his name.
0: Statham?
1: Yeah, Jason Statham. Everyone in there memorable characters this had what the one the one uh translator interpreter (laughs) he was about the only cool character so right away there's no witty dialogue when you think of a guy Ritchie movie there's witty dialogue and we were talking about sometimes that doesn't fit but in this it should have had cooler dialogue i can't think of any cool lines all they had was some old military tropes this wasn't a guy Ritchie to me movie and also i think it's Afghanistan. So right away you should have powerful cinematic panoramic shots. You know, like films like Lawrence of Arabia, Braveheart or Gladiator. Do you remember the epic scenes in those? Like the rush yeah. the lush green hills in Braveheart or Gladiator, that, that opening battle scene where you just see all the Romans lined up fighting in Germania. We will unleash hell. I mean that you should have got that sense in that movie, and I didn't get it in this movie. And the shots, you know, they, had, they kept doing the drone shots. Unimpressed. And the CGI explosions, they still haven't mastered those.
0: Yeah, I thought, <laughs> I thought of you uh, in one of the scenes with the black smoke coming up, and it was obvious it was CGI. Yes. And I was like, oh, Diggs hated that. <laughs> yes.
1: I mean, if you're going to do that, pop some smoke, real smoke.
0: Right, yeah, that it it can't cost too much. No. To, uh, it probably costs more to put in CGI smoke than it does real smoke.
1: Yeah. Pop some smoke, and when they do practical effects, they use gasoline explosions, and I hate that. Everything goes up in a fireball.
0: Right. <laughs>
1: I remember, uh, I don't know which Indiana Jones movie it was. It was the one where the, the he was up in a plane, it was out of fuel. So they oh, saw- is that
0: the temple of doom was where it? they jump out with on the raft
1: yeah it, w- whatever it was because i see too many movies i can't even remember them all and <laughs> it crashes into the side of the mountain and it explodes <laughs> i'm like what exploded <laughs> they're out of fuel
0: <laughs> it's not gonna explode
1: oh really you passed. don't know it was the
0: fumes it was the fumes yes that- the
1: fumes yes the vapors so re- <laughs> yeah i did not like the, uh, the cgi in here i didn't like the sound the sound should have been better and, it
0: definitely wasn't filmed in THX.
1: No. But, but just back to being a Guy Ritchie movie, I, I think of the witty, the witty banter, the fast edits, the fast cuts. You know, you, like, think of Snatch. Remember Dennis Farina when he had to fly to London? Yep. And he did that shot, you know, and he banged the shot down, and then it cut to the, the plane taking off and landing real fast. That's a Guy Ritchie movie to me. Or the epic use of sound and, and visuals. Like, do you remember the hunting scene? When they were hunting. Right. And they had this really cool music going on while they're hunting in slow motion and the dogs are running down the fox or whatever it was, the rabbit. That's a cool guy Richie movie. I don't know. I just to me in a military movie, what is the main thing in a military movie for me, like or DJ Res, do you know what that is? My favorite part?
0: Uh the explosions. Yeah. The shooting.
1: The airstrike. They always have to call in an airstrike.
0: Yep. You think
1: of any cool, epic movie, you think of an airstrike. You know, Apocalypse Now, the, the, the napalming. When We Were Soldiers, the napalming. It's always right. about napalm. <laughs> and it's always cool because you get to hear the, the pilots talking, or you know, fast movers, requesting fast movers, and they come in and... Best part of the movie. So at least they had the Spectre AC-130 gunship, It's not. uh, It's not. It's not a spoiler alert that everything everyone gets out alive in this movie, (laughs) except the bad guys. So even that. That's. Did did you play Call of Duty? Do you remember the powerful AC-130 gunship?
0: I did not play Call of Duty. No, so I don't know about that. But the gunship, a gunship scene in any war movie is the best scene. Yes. Doesn't matter what it is.
1: That was cool, but could have been done better. I would have mixed it better with my powerful sound editing skills. Mm. Just saying,
0: just saying. Yes, I liked it probably better than you did. Because um, when I when I look at war movies, I'm you got to give me action, and that's what this does. And it, it probably like I'm just so simple minded when it comes to war movies. If you give me action, I I look past probably some of the stuff that irritates other people about you know certain parts of the movie but there is scenes where where the the interpreter ahmed gets really frustrated uh when he's pushing carts up a hill um, <laughs> that was my favorite should, i,
1: uh,
0: I could had, feel like, that frustration they should have had
1: like <laughs> stallone do it
0: like <laughs> <yeah>. Rocky, <so. sighs> yeah, they, they would have put some music behind it would have been a montage yes
1: why didn't they have better music in this movie
0: I don't even remember the music in the movie that's how
1: that's what I'm saying.
0: terrible the music was in yes. the movie, so yeah they they didn't do a good job with that no it's
1: it's Afghanistan. They should have had cool, you know, really mysterious music
0: right, absolutely. I think there was better music in the uh transformer movies than there was in this movie so yes. that's says a lot about the choice of music in this movie, so it's not really like the central part of any any scene at all,
1: no. I mean, because when you think of Afghanistan, you think of, you know, the claustrophobic streets and all that's going on, and you got to make mm-hmm. that. You know, and this movie should have been way more atmospheric.
0: Yeah, you get a little bit of that, but you don't get a lot of it. No. So it's more of like in the canyons and with the yes. the mountains and hills around you and the steep terrain, kind of like uh, Lone Survivor. I got that kind of vibe out of some of the scenes. Yeah. So, but Lone Survivor was so much better as far as, like, the, the scenes of him trying to get away,
1: and what do we think everybody. of what do we think of Jake Gyllenhaal's acting wasn't that horrible
0: <laughs> uh this was probably one of his better acting jobs you liked it
1: i I didn't like when he was like on hold all the time and he was just no, that over no, that stuff tub. sucked
0: i, mean, yeah. <laughs> I didn't I don't get the point of that yeah, part of the movie because it didn't have anything. It was like filler it was you know it was just like i I don't get it, and then <laughs> so there was a. A part, you know, where he's talking to his commanding officer after they <laughs> confront him with his recordings of him yelling at the guy, people putting him on hold. And I was like, wow, I've never noticed Jake Gyllenhaal's got some really nice blue eyes. And then two scenes later, they make a joke about his blue eyes. So I was like, aha. I was like, I'm not the only one that noticed. Everyone in the movie noticed as well. Mm, so, I didn't notice. Yeah, I was lost in thanks, his eyes for a
1: minute. Thanks for bringing it up
0: yeah you're welcome so but yeah it just that the whole putting him on hold for like what was that that was like 15 minutes of him getting
1: getting drunk and-
0: <laughs> yeah I, I thought that was i was like oh now he's going to be the alcoholic but no as none of that made any sense you could cut that out and it the movie still would have been fine
1: yeah is he is there going to be a sequel
0: <laughs> oh, with, can he, Yeah. With maybe. Ahmed. <laughs> His uh, his life in America.
1: Yeah, I love how the Taliban are always like Keystone cops. There was like eighty of them come out of a Toyota truck,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, where are all these trucks coming from? They just keep coming. Oh. <laughs> it's like never ending.
1: your DJ Riz, out of five poppy seeds. <laughs> see what I did there with the opium?
0: I did see you, that. You know yeah.
1: they, you know they had to mention the opium in there too. We get it. Oh Afghanistan.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> uh, out of five poppy seeds, I'm giving it three and a half poppy seeds.
1: Sounded like you liked it better than that.
0: Oh uh, well, you know it's. I like the action. I like the action. Um, yeah, three and a half. It's not a. It's not a four. Four poppy seed movie, but uh, if you're looking to kill two hours and eat popcorn and put M Ms in it, and enjoy the AMC butter then yeah, go see
1: it. Yeah, it's definitely a popcorn movie. I think maybe I yeah. was hard on it because Guy Ritchie. I love Guy Ritchie movies.
0: And yeah, I was just, you went in there with the, with the preconception of a Guy Ritchie movie.
1: Yes, a Guy Ritchie film. I was thinking witty banter. I was thinking really cool, memorable characters. You know, Jason Statham had some cool bullet-toothed Tony. They, they should have had some cool British guy in there. I don't even know. Just make <laughs> it work. I don't, I don't just make
0: it work. Yeah, just some old British Special Forces guy who just joined (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Just
1: put put him in there.
0: (laughs) What are you giving it out of five poppy seeds?
1: You know, believe it or not, I'm going to give it the same you did, 3.5. Oh, wow. Maybe I was a little hard on it, but let us know what you think, guys. Hit us up on Twitter, at Amazing Pop Pod. Did you enjoy this movie? Did you not enjoy this movie? What did you think? Yeah, I don't know a Guy Ritchie movie, I wanted more. I wanted more of the, the cinematography. I thought there'd, there'd be a lot cooler shots. It was always like the drone shots and this shot, and I don't know, film it from something different, you know, like the, have the sense of being scared being shot at? I don't know, it was like too pulled back for me.
0: Um, you enjoyed it. Yeah. You know, I enjoyed it. I, I kind of thought the, the action scenes were it pulled me in. I mean, I could feel the anxiety and the uh the heaviness of the moments when when you needed to, so i i I can't say that I sympathize or I, could, I know what they're feeling because I had never been through that, but you could kind of like imagine what that would be like, and yeah, I probably would have reacted the same way in some of those situations. I don't think I would have survived those situations uh, but yeah, it was uh it definitely made me feel how i thought i would feel in that situation
1: what'd you think of the yellow text on screen did you, that remind you of uh reels or shorts <laughs> or tiktok
0: yeah i could have gone without it i didn't have you know it's like because they didn't like it's i'll say it's inconsistent because you, you think for a moment it's going to be throughout the entire movie you know that they're going to be expl- but you don't need to explain what they just said in text on the screen
1: did you know what ied stood for? Yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that and, was and the funny. problem
0: is is that they, they mention it like five times before they tell you what it means. Yes. You, you know, and then they then they show it and they're like, oh, this is going to be throughout the entire movie. They're going to use acronyms and Guy Ritchie's going to tell you what they all mean. It's like, just just don't use acronyms then.
1: That was the Guy ritchie of that, that text on, on film.
0: Yeah. Um, that reminded me of they, Guy Ritchie. Then they stop doing it. A quarter of the way through the movie, yeah. so you don't get it anymore afterwards. It's like, well, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> so it would that that kind of annoyed me a little bit. It's like you either got to do it through the whole movie or don't do it at all. And it would be better if they didn't do it at all.
1: The one weird thing is there is no atmospheric filters on there. I thought they would have color corrected it, making it look kind of funky. What do you think?
0: Yeah, that would have been that would have been just uh, cool. I think. Would it? So, i think so yeah yeah
1: you know how, like in the superhero movies where they always make it atmospheric and it's always looks like it's dusk or twilight
0: right yeah and, like, it's we, always noon
1: like in this movie john wick when we watched that when it was sunrise you know the yeah. final scenes but, but the sun never rose it was sun <laughs> sunrise for like, <laughs> like a
0: half hour yeah the only time you get a sense of like The atmosphere is when they would show like the part where Ahmed's got the cart and they he's getting frustrated and they kind of show like clips of what he's going through and how he's feeling, and then uh the part where Jake Gyllenhaal's character is kind of remembering what it was like and what he was seeing through his eyes when he was in the back of the truck. Um and being covered up. That's really like the only time you get any sense of atmosphere or time or filters or anything otherwise like i said it always looks like it's around one o'clock in the afternoon and everything there
1: thank you michael dj res for that powerful synopsis and review of i call it guy Ritchie's the covenant (laughs) and how many movies are named the covenant my god changing the name
0: yeah well for a minute there i thought you said the convent i was like well we're gonna watch a horror movie about nuns Sweet. So that would have been cool, yeah. Something about nuns and demons and horror, yeah. That's what
1: they should have done. They should have dropped in some uh elite (laughs) nun force.
0: Oh, (laughs) they have paddles that slap everybody. I don't know what they would do,
1: but it would be cool, yeah. (laughs) And each the nuns would have different colors, kind of like you know, on uh, Star Wars where stormtroopers were different colors,
0: you know. Oh, there you go, white, red, and black. Like Power Rangers? Yes. <laughs> just bright colors. They totally stand out in, oh in the God. terrain.
1: <laughs> See, that's what I would do. Your if, if guy, Richie, man, punch it up.
0: So many moments lost in this movie.
1: Was this supposed to be based, was this just a mixture of a bunch of different characters?
0: Yeah, I, I tried to look. It doesn't look like it was based on a true story. It just looks like it was based on stories.
1: Then they at the end, they showed the real life photos.
0: Yeah, and they weren't the photos of people in the movie. They were just photos of actual no. soldiers and their interpreters and
1: no one looked as cool as the actor that is true yes
0: that is true
1: yes he should have He's a, a badass he should have a spinoff
0: uh yeah it should be uh like a abc sitcom family sitcom
1: oh would it be it like has to perf- be like perfect strangers
0: yep yep <laughs> so, following him and his wife and their new baby
1: yes <laughs> exactly the, the new beginning
0: Right, exactly.
1: Guy Ritchie's the new beginning.
0: <laughs> powerful. Love it.
1: Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this powerful episode featuring Mike or DJ Res's powerful review of Guy Ritchie's A Covenant and my <laughs> two cents. Do you think I was too hard on it, Mike or DJ Res, or did you just want my fake opinion or honest opinion?
0: No, I don't think you were too hard on it. I think it was real. I Thank want you. people to to think of the amazing pop culture podcast as the most real. Thanks. Movie reviews we ever around. Real. That's right.
1: I need to make a film, Micro DJ Res.
0: Oh, yes. careful now.
1: Yeah, I picked up a camera. Now I have no excuse to make more films. None. I want, I want a film starring you. The camera Ooh. loves you, Micro Res.
0: you know I'm. You I'm yeah, I know. I uh, I don't disagree with that. Yes. The camera does love me. Yes.
1: And we need actors with big egos, like. This. <laughs>
0: that is true i do have a big ego yes and a big beard that that is true and that's about all. Well, i have big feet
1: well that's gonna wrap it up guys we just ask you one thing before we sign off here okay maybe more than one thing please tell a friend about our podcast follow us on twitter at amazing pod like our facebook page subscribe to our youtube channel and as always tell everyone and until next time you've just enjoyed The Amazing Pop Culture Podcast.